Miller. Welcome to this edition of the Tiger Turf Talk podcast. I'm Drew Miller. We are excited to bring you a two-part Sports Field Management Association podcast presented by The Toro Company. In this episode, we will be talking to some new and old friends of the podcast and catching up with them aboard the Georgia Queen Riverboat at the opening reception of the SFMA Conference in Savannah, Georgia. On this podcast, we have some incredible guests. We're starting off with our first repeat guest. We have Miss Leah Withrow of the Reno Aces. Leah is one of the best human beings out there. Um, I've had the pleasure of getting to know her really well over the last few months, and it is truly awesome to see such a young, talented individual in this industry taking such a liking and love for the passion of sports field management and being able to talk to her about her plans, what she's expecting. She's getting a new Toro mower this year and is really excited about what she's going to be able to do with this new technology that we get to discuss with the Toro uh, product producers and it's truly awesome then we have on mr steve ruckman the coordinator for henrico county parks and rec we get to talk about how incredible it is to have the opportunity to create memories for young individuals in this country um, specifically in uh central virginia uh near richmond uh I know Ruck for a long time uh, in connection with a good friend of mine, and he's an incredible person, and we get to discuss different levels, what it takes to maintain such a large space, especially when it comes to uh, coming out of COVID and dealing with, again, such a high volume of traffic and all of the new and incredible opportunities that we've all found in the outdoors, specifically in the parks in our communities, and we can't thank Steve enough for taking the time. And then we had the pleasure of having Mrs. Kelly Lynch on of Piercy, the regional manager for Northern America. It was awesome to be able to discuss everything that she had going on. She was uh, sort of the MC for the women's lunch and how incredible it was to see all these young individuals and these women come together to discuss the industry and how they've progressed and how it's having such an incredible impact on our industry as a whole. And we all got to discuss, again, what has been a crazy year for the seed side of turf, you know, understanding how the shortages are becoming such a relevant source for everyone, you know, whether it's Parks and Rec all the way up to ball fields uh, in the professional stage, you know. And last but not least, we have the incredible Nick McKenna, the past president of the Sports Field Management Association, um, truly one of the most incredible human beings you will ever meet. Someone who is so passionate about what we do as sports field managers, who cares so deeply about everything that's going on in our association, in our industry, and is advocating for all of us each and every day. And we really got to dive into the specific thought process and the idea going into the rebranding of this industry and really the rebranding of our association when it comes to the sports field management side versus turf and Nick, I truly cannot thank you enough for everything you've done for my kids, for my students, and truly we are humbled to be the recipient of this year's President's Leadership Award. Um, we can't thank you enough. We we were very surprised and we really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's been a really great opportunity to talk to all these people and we are so happy to be partnering with the Toro Company to again give you sort of the insight of what's going on in our industry from all angles and to really bring in the new year of 2022 
with incredible new products and incredible new opportunities for all of us here in the sports field management industry. Please enjoy this episode of Tiger Turf Talk. Uh, good evening and welcome to this very special podcast of Tiger Turf Talk. I'm your host, Drew Miller, with your co-host, Sam Rui. Uh, we are partnering with Toro, the, the Toro Company, to discuss different consumers and how things are going. And uh, we have an absolutely incredible human being right next to me, Miss Leah Withrow of the Reno Aces. How are you doing? How was your trip in? Obviously, it's been eventful. Uh, um, being from the West Coast, coming out to the East Coast. I have now been up for 24 hours with about three hours of sleep in between that. So I'm nice. doing awesome. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. What was the trip like being uh, in six different six different flights, right? Uh, four flights. Your God. Yeah. Four, four flights. Four, nope. four airports, three flights. But, yeah, it was – I left Reno at 530 last night, got to LAX, sat in LAX for three hours, Got to Atlanta, sat in Atlanta for three hours. Oh, God. Went from Atlanta to Savannah and got here at like 930 this, this morning. This is dedication. Okay, right here. I, I don't hope mess you learn from this. Yes. Yeah. Dedication. Because she went backwards to come all the way over the, here. The uh, friggin' LAX from Reno. God. The SFMA conference. Ooh, you're right. SFMA. Fantastic news. Priority numero uno in my January schedule. So, of course. It didn't matter if it was red eye or not, I was coming. I mean, you're come see me, right? You know. Yep. <laughs> I'm just Wait, kidding. so were you here this morning? They, she literally came in. I like, literally flew in oh, at 9 this morning. Oh, yeah. 30 a.m. Okay. She okay. sent me a text at like. Was it like 9 p.m. yesterday at the airport? Yeah. Dear God. It I, was, was like, I was like, you're coming in at 8 a.m. She was up that. all night. I'm like, I'm heading your way. She's like, Drew, I sleep on planes. I'm like, I don't care. There's just too much time, way too much going on to get on six different flights. Dedication, Sports Field Management Association, brandly new names. What do you think about that? How do you think that's going to sort of change things? And, I mean, it's... A big change, you know, especially when you have George Tome up on the stage with you, change it from his baby sports surf, you know. It's hard to change your your tongue, I guess. It rolls off the tongue to say STMA, STMA, and it just, like, it became a second language. <laughs> so now you're saying SFMA, which to the average person makes more sense. To say Sports Field Managers Association. It does. It's more broad. It, Very much so. It covers more fields. It's not, you don't have to explain that turf is not just artificial turf because yeah. I think the general person thinks that. So I think you get a more broad spectrum audience when you say sports field manager. I, I think that was the main, I, honestly, I think that was the main purpose behind it. You know, dealing with the fact that this big horse of artificial turf coming in and now the possibility of it going away pretty soon with all these new necessities for players and all that. Just having the idea, identity of the field versus turf is going to help in a way. But at the same time, like you said, it's hard to change 30 some odd. They did a so. good job announcing it, though. Yeah. They put that was a little it was well, exciting, honestly. It. I like the fancy artwork in the front yard I saw Whoa, this afternoon. Yeah. I don't know oh, who did looks that. Good. But Sam, Sam led the way on that one with Franco, our producer over there, you know. It was a great time. It was a great was opportunity. Solid. It, it was good. I, I wasn't even fabulous. covered in paint at the end. It was. <laughs> they were so. They were in their Ryland Strong polos. You're and like trying to be as clean as you've ever like, been exactly. with Don't paint ever in your whole life. Don't touch my khakis. Mm-hmm. I just bought these 
for yeah. the SFMA. We can Target will not return these now if I get paint on them. <laughs> exactly, yep. exactly. It was definitely something that the kids were really excited about. It was a great opportunity. So thank you for noticing that. I, yeah. look, I think it looks fantastic, and so many people have complimented it. I like that it's an actual logo now. That was the yes. big thing that I liked about it. People it complimented, people noticed, and people noticed that your kids did it, which is the, probably the biggest impact. Which is exciting for us, obviously. I don't know if it was planned or not. But to do it at lunchtime, where everyone saw. We were supposed to do it on Monday, actually, and it kind of just switched over last minute. I think it's cooler that you did it at lunchtime because I thought you were going to do it Monday night. And then everyone comes to the convention on Tuesday morning and it's in the yard. I was thinking my kids would be a little nervous about it. You know, they'd be like, uh, we need to not mess up right now. And it was funny, like five of them, they were like, hey, can we mow the lawn before we do this? Because it was so <laughs> shaggy. And I was like, you know, I, I agree with you. But I don't think there's a more. My assistant mentioned that when we walked up to this reception was like, you think that the hotels would have mowed all the lawns knowing that all these sports field managers were coming? A grass conference? (laughs) Not not in Savannah. (laughs) No care. Why would Savannah do that? We've got our man Josh Jans over here. Fantastic working with you. We have Toro mowers in the convention center right now. We could get. It's not their fault. I mean, why would you blame that? Why are you calling out Toro? Toro? What about John Deere? John Deere didn't do it. Who else? No, who I else? Some more? No, I just say I'm preferring to use Toro. Everyone prefers to use Toro, obviously, on this podcast. Okay, let me turn this real quick so you can see. Yep, we should probably turn you that way so it is a little bit more recognizable. Oh. There's a Toro tag oh, right here. Got to. Yeah, you know. Look at that logo placement advertising. Hashtag hey. sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Yet. <laughs> uh, with everything. Uh, Obviously, we've had you on before, and it's been great, and we've gotten to know each other really well after OTF. Um, what were you looking forward to, again, being so dedicated to coming to the conference and everything? Um, after having the year of not seeing people. That is true. Like, the hard part about our industry is everyone's so busy, and everyone is so dedicated to their work. Like, this isn't just, like, an in-season job. This is a year-round job as much as some people don't think it is. But you don't get to see people and you don't get to travel as much as you wish to see all your friends in the industry and talk shop and do all the things. Because when you come here, you don't have to dumb stuff down for people. Like, you're talking the same language. We're all frequent. What's the word? Frequently? Not frequently. Fluent. Fluently. Fluent. I knew it yeah. started with an F. Come <laughs> on, Leah. Fluently speaking <laughs> turf. Like, we're all fluently speaking the same language, and it's, there's no... It's finally nice to have someone Yeah, there's like, no, like, having you. to dumb it down for, like, the average person, which is so nice. Although, there was a lot of scientific presentations today that I was even like, okay, I remember this in class, but it's... I'm like, okay. All right, I need a refresher. Yo, did you go to Evans, uh, Miscotti's? Penn State. Was uh, that this morning when I was on a plane? No, it was this afternoon. No. <laughs> I was I, of course I didn't put it on the plane. I was in the morning on the plane. I was very disappointed you weren't there, by the okay, way. Okay, I was on a plane. That's not okay. I'll and be that, there, there tomorrow wasn't morning. wasn't one last it's year. It's fine. Right? It's fine. With, there was no conference last no, year. No, we were actually no. on a virtual one. We, we did, did a virtual But it was a virtual conference. Yes. Which was not the same. That's no. why this year is not like was at. like real big priority to like get back, to get to, get see, to see people. people. To get to network again, to see people who've got promoted or changed jobs or moved different stadiums, and to talk with them about it. Because you don't necessarily, as much as we should, reach out. We have the technology to text people, but we don't. And Very this true. is our chance to be like, oh, how are you doing? How's yeah. the field? How's the renovation? And Absolutely. Do all that fun stuff. And you obviously just had a huge renovation that yes. everyone wants to know about. Yes. And we've actually talked about 
during the renovation, which was awesome. Again, I can't take enough for that. Yes. Um, that was wild. That how was, was your first season, you know, with the field? Obviously, the first year is always difficult yeah. when it comes to, again, establishing a freshly laid field, making sure you have that. Obviously, no soccer, which is great. But what was it for you getting the field ready? Obviously, um, products are very important, uh, especially Toro products, obviously, since we're here. Um, what kind of uh, things have you been doing, culturally speaking, and sort of just ensuring the field's ready to go? This year, I've only ever dealt with mature fields, so it was a lot of making sure your soil had all the nutrients it needed for new grass, because you're dealing with brand new sand that has absolutely no nutrients in it. So you're baby feeding it every day. It's like nursing a little baby. Like you just have to make sure it's got the nutrients. And then as soon as it does, it's sprouting up like crazy. And we had weird but good weather this summer where we were like, it felt like we were bailing hay every time we were mowing. Like when we had all those wildfires, the smoke cover stopped all of our hot spots and like the burnout and the yeah. grass just loved the extra carbon in the air. Like yeah, yeah. loved it. Yeah, yeah. And we were I mean, we were like bailing hay when we were mowing, and I was dropping buckets like full. Welcome to Brentsville Turf. We do it all the time. <laughs> full. Yep. Hashtag workmen, Toro workmen. Hashtag Toro everything necessary. We were filling. You can rely on them because, again, it just runs forever, thank God. Otherwise, we'd be screwed at Brentsville. So. Filling two <laughs> carts with our mow. I mean, it was insane. And I. It was a weird weirder cultural practice here because you're not doing as much you don't need to top dress as much you don't need to air ride as much it's a brand new field it's not as compacted you still have to do it but you're not doing it as aggressively and you have to be very gentle with it especially with bluegrass it's not bermuda it's not gonna want to be tortured every day bluegrass is a little sensitive like me a little sensitive on the inside just a little bit now you just purchased a new toro mower that is gonna get here soon yes Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, <laughs> something that we share love for are mowing patterns. Yes. You do some crazy ass mowing well, patterns. Well, I Let keep seeing you right your now. phone pop, screen pop up, and it's like, mm, that's weird. You must be a field manager. No. <laughs> also, home screen. Oh, that's wait my grass. For it. Wait for Have it. to. Boom. Yep, you're dirt. I'm grass. Yeah, I got grass in mine Play. somewhat. A little bit. Um. But yes, my mowing so patterns. Sam, Sam wanted to do one of your incredible patterns right here, the one over here. Yes. Which one was it? Was that the flannel? The double flannel. Oh, all flannel. Le- flannel. We did. I, yeah, all week. Signature. And it looked great. And I actually it was one of our favorite, my favorite ones this year. Yeah. Thank you. He rolled it about ten times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every day I'm like, Miller, I'm gonna go roll this morning. So we actually, so Franco, our producer over here, we had an old, uh, what is it, Toro D. 1000. It's one of like the 1990s, the old. It's an old one. It's actually the mower that mowed the field for TC Williams when, uh, remember, the Titans was going on. And TC Williams called us and they said, hey, we have a mower. It's in pretty good shape. It's been in a a shop for 15 years. You want to come check it out because of our program and everything. So we went over, we grabbed it, a couple different parts. Uh, Franco's replaced the battery probably three times, but. It runs, and it's a great machine. It starts every time. Every time. Ah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's Toro. Yes, yes, it does. Every time. every time. It has a nickname. What's the nickname? Rusty Dusty. Rusty uh, Dusty. <laughs> we were talking well, about naming equipment earlier. Yeah, we were. Her, her uh, what is it? 
Oh, we can't talk about it because it's not. Well, my Sam the field pro. pro okay, my Sam the field pro, pro is, is amazing. Oh yeah, that's right, the, Sandy. We Sandy. talked about our the air core. fire is Corey. Corey, yep. 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 I got you on that. That's one. That's clever. I got you on that one. Drew thought of that one. I was going with Ari for like air fire. Yep. He went with Corey for course. So I was like, eh, that's better. You that's, win. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I'm creative. You're like, whatever. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> um, but. I'm again with the mowing patterns. Where do you sort of draw your sort of again creativity? I mean, there's like so many different things you do, and with Toro Products, you're able to do all these crazy things with those mowers. And with the new mower, are you getting a bigger one, or are you having the same size so you can still do those intricate patterns? Um, it's the same one. It's just a decade older. So all of most of our equipment was the original from when the stadium was opened in 2009. So the mower and the sprayer are in. Sam Pro are the original 2009 stuff, still running, still fantastic. I would just like the upgraded version because I know the technology has significantly increased since 2009. So we were talking to a, uh, uh, I forget, Dan, Dan did, what was it? I said his name wrong. He but, probably wasn't even born in 2009. Oh, uh, uh, what? How old do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> He's offended. He was born uh, like I mean, 2001. You were born in, yeah. <laughs> Three. Oh. 2003. Vincent, My yeah. bad. You child. <laughs> um, with, uh, I mean, the technology is getting further and further along. We talked to uh, Noah Wall earlier about the new UTX coming out. I mean, he has all these different things cool. where they can uh, monitor speed. So, like, if they're taken out on campuses and whatnot, they know, okay, he didn't go faster than this. They didn't go faster than this. We kept everyone safe. If people It'll, come out from the turf. it doesn't do anything like that. Wow. So when you accelerate, it won't what, tear. What it. are some of the new technology you think you would want to add to uh, maybe your arsenal when it comes to your field equipment? I would just. I, I think I mow pretty good lasers. Yeah, I'm not gonna it's lie. the laser I, show. I'm just we'll, gonna, we'll give it I'm to you. We'll give it to you. I'm like really good at that, but like I'm kind of good at it. And, I mean, but I think. Yeah. In the pictures, you don't see as many crooked lines as you see there in real are, life. But I think because the, it's all about the angle, the, and we're all lying to you because they're not straight. We are, we are lying to you. So I'm hoping the new mower gives me a little bit more stability. I can cruise a little bit more straight and not steering's a little tighter. White knuckle it the whole time yeah. and try to be as precise as possible. Also, I'm hoping to get a new sprayer in the near future, and I've seen the new technology on that thing, and it's insane. Yeah, GPS spray rigs have become such a big part of... Just the accuracy. Just knowing, like, there's nothing worse than when you spray stuff is... Not guessing, but, like, hoping that you got the coverage you wanted, and then knowing is very... Two different, very... Very... Two very different things. Holy you okay there? moly. Oh, my gosh. I what told you I've been up for 24 hours. That's not an excuse, Leah. You know that. <laughs> I'm also I'm just, I'm off. You don't need You're sleep. You're doing great. Overrated. Sleep is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone says, and then you just don't sleep for 24 hours, and you're like, oh, yeah, no, I've also not. had a significant amount of espresso shots today. So Unhealthy amount? Unhealthy amount. Like, I need an IV, constant IV drip yep. of just espresso to my veins right now. Really? That bad? I mean, I've had two, four, six, eight. So I have a question. Eight-hour period. That's probably not super healthy. Don't tell my doctor. You know he watches Tiger Turf Talk. Also, all (laughs) all sport managers, sports surf managers. They know the pain. 
drink an unhealthy amount of caffeine, so, like, I'm not alone. What's yeah. your question there, Sam? Okay, well, I know your case. You're a sports surf manager. How does your home lawn look? <laughs> yep. Uh, I live hey, in an apartment. We fixed so I don't that, okay? One. We fixed the home your front's lawn. Good. Yeah, I don't. Actually, we're not no, talking you, about the you back. You renovated the back. Well, no, we're not oh. talking about the back. The dog peed out there. No, not talking about it. Apartment? Do you have a desk lawn from the lawn tools? I mean, uh, I don't. oh, Jordan would be so sad. Jordan, I know you're gonna lawn. watch this, and I know you're gonna be upset about not having a desk lawn. Very sad. Very sad. Um. I did want to talk about sort of I lost my thought of train of thought. I can't even talk. I'm like you. Oh my gosh. It's a contagious. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm not even that tired. She's got an excuse. She's he's the only functional one. I think he should just run this whole thing. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we're gonna go jump off the boat. So uh, uh, Toro. <laughs> I'm a strong swimmer. I think it'd be alright. I'd probably float down the river a little bit. It's a little chilly though. I don't know. Just a little bit. Hey, you're pulling a Franca, by the way. You're turning around. Be like, <laughs> a little Titanic action. We're all going Ooh, down. Titanic. Don't know. No. <laughs> Don't look at that. Over. Look at what? Oh, have oh, you seen we got the, the shipping big container barge, barge combined? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you saw that one? We that were was on the, huge. We were on the boat uh, on the the what the hell? It was a ferry. Ferry Pardon ride. Pardon my French. I think it's my mower's on one of, in one of those shipping <laughs> the containers. The pieces on its to the leg. mower is there. Probably my mower is in one of It's stuck on a boat somewhere. It's on its way. He doesn't know. That's not helpful. Oh, gosh. Good times. Good times. Um, with everything, we sort of started talking about technologies. Is there any, like, specific Toro technology that you've seen maybe recently in the new expo, you know, that you'd want to add? Oh, I have seen pictures and heard rumors. I don't know if it's true or not. It's pretty true. I, I mean, don't know. I haven't seen it. It's like I Santa was Claus. Standing right next it's to like it. Santa Claus. I haven't seen it. I don't know if I believe it, but... There's rumors. Oh, it's cool. That there is. Well, there's two the new ones, Toro right? Version. There's many new ones. Toro, what's what is it? Toro, what's the official? Field, the Field Pro. Pro. Field Pro. Because it's the 40, Sand Pro 60, and the Field Pro. Sixty forty. Yeah, that's right. And then the new cart, the complete with laser grader abilities. That's an attachment you have to all, purchase. All the different attachments, teeth. Thank weights. you, sir. We appreciate that. Okay. You have. Don't do that. They're See? gonna do more of it. What does that even say? York. Or Yakor. I'm not going to try. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. All right. That is definitely going in the podcast. You know there are hotels over there trying to sleep, right? I was just... Morning Prosperity. That's the boat's name. That's your mower's name now. Remember Morning that. Morning Prosperity. Remember that. I my asked my assistant. He will say... That you cannot talk to me until I'm done mowing. Like, oh, yeah? The first thing I do, I come in in the morning. I make sure all my emails are figured out. I pour my cup of coffee in my little Yeti, and I hop on the mower. And do not talk to me until I'm done with my two-hour ride. She doesn't She doesn't do people. It's like... I'm just what? not a morning person. Like, I don't know how people wake up at 9 a.m. And they're like, oh, hey, how, how are you? That's like, not even early. Don't talk to me. I'm going to send you a bunch of snaps now. I hope you know that. Don't. I am I'm pretty not. sure I wake up before you. This is why I'm not earlier. a golf course superintendent. Because if I had to wake up and mow at 4 a.m. Sounds like Ethan. I yeah. would be. Not a morning person. <laughs> Ethan would not do well. Oh, I would be the worst to work with. So anytime so, after 11, after I'm done mowing, I've listened to my podcast or my music. I've had my coffee. I've enjoyed the world and the scenery around me. Mowed some lasers. Then I'm ready to go. I think I'd put mowing in front of the emails. Very much yeah. so. Most but days, yes. Some days, 
I don't have that option. But I try. So I want to get into your obsession with um, your calendars because you oh got my. about 17 of them. And I know that you have marked on there uh, your arrival for the Toro Mower. So what is it with calendars and how important are they to you for being successful? I don't know if this is a girl thing. I think this is mostly a girl thing. I use calendars. Being okay. organized in general. Yes. <laughs> Everything, not only do I have, I have three calendars. I have the big whiteboard calendar in my office. I have my desk calendar that's month to month. And then I have a planner that's for my life and work. And everything is color-coded, and it's all color-coded the exact same. So It's the, more than color-coded. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, and there's stickers, and there's magnets, and there's a bunch of other stuff. But, like, as long as it makes sense to, <laughs> to me, that's all that matters, It doesn't right? make sense to anyone. No. All the color codes are the same. So, like, if I use purple for special events on the whiteboard, then I use purple for special events on the desk calendar, and I use purple for special events in the planner. That's just a lot of work. She literally has five calendars. Like, I've seen it. I did a whole presentation on it. With multiple sticky notes, tabs. Although the, I do like that highlighters. part. Highlighters. The sticky notes, being yes. able to move them and removing instead of having to write it all out. I Take hate anywhere. I hate whiteout. I don't know what it is. My OCD <laughs> can't handle it. My OCD cannot oh, handle whiteout and like having a mess on my calendar. So like I like using the sticky notes because you can up and move as your schedule changes and then you don't have a mess and my OCD doesn't cry. Your OCD doesn't cry. <laughs> Leah, come on. <laughs> I don't cry. Okay, that's that's good. You know, always good. Um, anything exciting in the new year? What do we, what can we get for um, the oh. the viewers? What's going on in Reno? We have a couple mowing patterns for one. Oh, okay. I'm oh gonna need We're gonna a sneak be peek. We won't put it out. We just want to see it what's is going on. Classified information. Uh, I'm in the class of the fight. Okay. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> We're she's working gonna, on she's it. She's going to send we them have, Yeah, just send them before. We have one that is, if it works, it's going to work amazing. And if it doesn't, it's going to look tough. So. I'm trying to think what can be amazing. It's tough. all or nothing with one. Draw we have, a whole picture. We have a, a 2.0 version of one we've already done. Okay. Coming. Is it plaid? We also always do fall flannel. That one's a staple. You can't. You can't not do fall flannel in That's September. That's an annual tradition. Yes. I think we're going to have to get a Toro shirt for that. I fall mean, flannel. I'll have my new mower the by back. then. I'm going to fall flannel with the, on new, the new mower. mower. I mean, that feels right, right? Oh, yeah. Big time. Breaking Big time. in the new mower with the fall flannel? Absolutely. Name something better. Prince, can't. That's Prince why I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, fair. Got you there. Absolutely. Um, Question. What for, oh, does one, oh, for me. Yeah. Okay, what I like this. What does one name? Said new mower. What is the thing that just went by? We're not naming it. That's a, boat. a terrible we name. We can't name it a ship. All right. Morning prosperity. We're going to go to the professional Toro man himself, Justin. 3100D. Regular. What are you thinking, name wise? Yes. They're all Corey's ladies. male, somewhat. No. All my, my equipment are ladies, strong ladies. My bad. I forgot. Strong, I can't open the door women. without being in trouble. It's true. You can't get mad at me. Okay, he was trying to be a gentleman one time, and I didn't let him, and now he's salty. First of all, no, I still was the gentleman. You lost that, okay? Okay, because uh, <laughs> physically, that battle was meant to be lost by me. Because you yanked on the door that was locked? Yeah, it was meant for you to lose. <laughs> okay, I also 
I was trying to be a gentleman. I opened all the doors. I opened the door for multiple other men that went through it. And then not this me. guy. You were trying not to be me. the gentleman. I, this guy comes up. He's like, I'm not walking through the door. And I was like, you better walk through the door. He's like, I'm not walking through the door. And like, we sat outside while it's snowing in Columbus and fought That's over cool. this door. Guess what, Sam? You won. I won. That's right. <laughs> it was an unfair battle. It was a very easily won battle. We'll just say that. <laughs> okay. Other than mowing patterns, what do you got going on for this year? Couple events in the works, TBD. Um, for That's our never special, good. But special events, guys. Um, thankfully, we've moved over from like ten or twelve little events to like three or four big events, which oh, I would good. rather do. That's definitely it's, better. So, and they're more. It's more fun to attend a big concert than it is three weddings, yeah. a couple <laughs> of corporate batting practices. You have weddings at your field. Oh yeah. Reno's a special place, ladies and gentlemen. You can that get much. married it's by Elvis downtown, place. or you can get married at the ballpark. You by Leah Withrow. She is a, a certified clergyman. I could. <laughs> Probably. I could go you, online you would be one game. of the people that would be like, imagine, I'm going to make some more money on top of doing all the work for this. being like trying to sell this wedding to this couple and being like, our groundskeeper's ordained if you want her to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what? They would, they'd probably be like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> You know, but just uh, holding a rake while I'm like reading, having them repeat their vows. I don't think they'd go for that at all. Oh come on, what what's more baseball park than a groundskeeper holding a rake? Uh, MLB player holding the bat. Okay, well this is off season. So. I remember the new logo or whatever it says where the game begins. Yeah, begins on with the me. field. It's where your marriage begins with me. <laughs> <laughs> come get married at Greater Nevada Field. Oh, dear Lord. My special events guy's got to be loving this. I'm such a good promoter. I mean, I'm sure you got you three get a extra weddings, weddings for this. Yeah. They'll be like, well, we heard on this podcast, you're groundskeeper. No. We're trying to move away from little events, doing big events, possibly Nitro Circus again. We got another yes. possible concert, stuff like that. What but concert also, is it? That's the question. Uh, TBD. Is it big? I don't know. That stinks. Yes. Nitro Circus You know, groundskeepers cool. are always the last to know. <laughs> it's a sad, true statement of the world of sports turf. Yeah. Sports field management, sorry. I didn't mean to say sports turf. No more turf. <laughs> no more turf. It's a sad day for the sports turf. But a happy day for the sports fields. What? Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you for everything you've done for us, all the way back to Ryland, and it's been great to become a really good friend of yours with everything. I mean, I've told I told my assistant I was. We literally, I'm not kidding. We were. I went to have dinner with my old boss yeah. and the St. Paul Saints groundskeeper and my assistant and I, and we saw the ferry go by. And I was like, I have to get on that ferry. I have to get to this podcast. And I'm running. I'm in heels. <laughs> I'm in two inch heels running across cobblestone. Ah, uh, that is hard. I will say that to get on this ferry to get to this podcast. I'm not in heels, and they well, were tripping we me. Appreciate because you did. I've told many people. I'm like Drew is the nicest human being I've ever met in my life. Oh, I'm not kidding. Like the most genuine human being I've ever met, who well, cares so deeply about this industry and cares so much about what we do that he went to like the root of the source, like getting high school kids. Not only like one or two high school kids. Yeah. <laughs> more than a hundred high school kids now in your program, which is insane, that are 
doing everything that any groundskeeper wish they could have done in high school. If I had that option in high school, I'm not tearing up. You're do you tearing know up, how oh, far ahead you are of everybody else right now and how successful all your kids are going to be if they so choose to be in this industry? Like, it's insane the amount of talent you're about to influx this industry with. And anytime you ask me to do anything, the answer is going to be yes. He texted me. He's like, remember well, the podcast? He had First of this. all, we had talked about okay. it. Before we get no, into no, no, this, no, no, like, no, no, no. it was mentioned and discussed. I remember because I talked to Josh. And I said, Josh, I talked to Leah. She just bought a Toro uh, mower. Would that be a good idea to have her on? And I literally, the moment after that, snapped you about it. Just because you didn't save it, it's not my fault. Okay, it's a snap. It only lasts 10 yeah, it seconds. It didn't make it you onto your calendar. You said yes, okay? Okay, no, I you thought, yes. time out. Time out. There's two sides to every story. <laughs> my side was. She's going to win this one. My side was, he was like, I'm going to do a podcast with the Toro company. I was like, no way. You've been wanting to link up with them for forever. And you're like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. There was no like specific. I want you to yes, be on there said was. podcast. Yes, there was. At this time, that on is not this true. Boat. I will let her win this one, but I definitely said, I mentioned that you bought a new no. Toro mower, and I did mention how long it's supposed to take to get there. Okay, but anyway, we're not going to mention it on here. Anyway, we had this debate, and either even though we we were we did we were inconclusive on the evidence of who, what the inconclusive. invitation inconclusive inconclusive on the evidence. I don't of think the you invitation, can draw a winner here, but. He we'll was let like, Leah win this one. I'm so sorry. I thought I told you. I'm so sorry. There's just so much happening right now. She I was said like, she's going to fly to Virginia and smack me in the head. I was like, if you sorry. apologize to me one more time, I'm going to fly to Virginia and punch you in the face. because Oh, not even smack. Forgot you, about that. I punch everybody in the face. That's my big threat that I never follow through on. It's okay. But you if you ask me to do anything, the answer is always yes. You well, don't I have to ever you. apologize for asking me to do something because what you're doing means more than you know to all of us professional turf managers and your kids are phenomenal well, after speaking that. to them on that podcast at a year ago that's that's the crazy part is we're getting ago, to that point where it's like now COVID's seeing, two years yeah, ago and it's like seeing oh. them go back to hybrid kind of sort of being in class working on the field going through an entire football season seeing what you guys put out seeing Sorry. all of the moves you've made in the short amount of time you've made them, how long have you been at Brentsville? This is my fifth Four year Four full. That's crazy. Like, that's not enough time to have the amount of students and success that you've had. A lot of growth. Yeah, let me tell you, because it was funny. I was talking to my boss, and I was like, I don't really expect – I did not really expect it to be this fast. Like, literally, like, it is – been my 10-year plan to do what we've done and now we're like again i'm in awe every time i talk about you i'm like i don't know how he's 27 and already to this point like it's Thank insane you. i still feel young not really <laughs> i don't know was i not supposed to mention a man's age i'm sorry no he's it's not fine. 27 i 27 is young he's 37 no i know that because I, I made <laughs> I a mistake so on that one so much better about that thank you very much you're i appreciate welcome. that Dear God, thank you. I yeah, feel old now. I know. <laughs> I gave you so many compliments. I had to humble you back. Oh, back down. Oh, thank you. I, yeah. do, I feel humbled. I good. appreciate that. Just check in. Just I do check appreciate in. Ego that. check. We're all good. <laughs> so many people told you they follow you on Twitter today. Um, I've got about 16 people I can ask. Uh, yeah, mo- a lot. By the of way, people. that's Julie over there, the one I need to introduce you to, the one who spent Great. the summer at the Steelers. Yeah, most people have told to me to they you. either follow me on Twitter and or like my TikToks, and I was like, thanks. You were like, 
Drew can't be here when you say this. I don't I don't know what the proper response to that is as like an introduction. Be like, I follow you on Twitter. I'm like, I don't follow you. <laughs> like, I Great. Don't, I don't know what Fantastic. to say. What does one say to that? So I just say thank you and walk away. <laughs> keep following. I like, don't yeah. post anything grand, but I. Hey, everybody like, loves your TikToks because they don't have to go on TikTok. <laughs> if you like grass and you like seeing cool mowing patterns, hashtag follow me. Hashtag you have a rough me. night. The other. <laughs> You're gonna do that. <laughs> Definitely go follow her. Uh, she's on TikTok as what? Oh, shoot. I don't even know my TikTok. Leah Lou or something? I'm Leah Lou on everything. Leah Lou on everything, people. Look it up. Leah Lou, too, at least on everything. I don't know. Good. Because <laughs> there's another Leah Lou, but I'm the second. No. I feel no like. No way. I feel like, though, that's like the second is always the more important one. Yeah. You know, like. Oh, I'll give you that. I'm the middle child. Queen so. Elizabeth the second or whatever second it is. is most important. Well, I'm not the second. Like, the girl's the second, and she's daddy's little You're one of the, the middle? Girl. Yeah, I'm oh, the yes. middle. Oh. You got the baby and the b- whole then. adult. And I thought there were less. a lot. You're a middle child, huh? <laughs> <That> ex- <laughs> wow! Leah, what was that for? I think I do okay as a middle child. <laughs> is that like my sorry syndrome or something? No. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. It's you, like, overcompensating for everything. First of all, that's Worrying not about everybody First else. First of all, I just want everybody to know I'm not overcompensating for anything. Over okay? apologizing. My truck is not lifted 10 feet in the air. <laughs> oh, yeah, <I'm> <laughs> We drove past one the other day. It was like, I had a work truck, 10 inches. It's hauling a trailer, yeah. and it's like feet off the ground. It's, it's got to be pointless. I would definitely need a step stool for that one. Yes. Like, I don't know how he got in it. Yeah. A ladder, probably. Yeah. Well, Big I want to say thank you. So- <laughs> she said it. I'm sorry. They've been doing it the whole trip. It's like... Big train guy. He's so a one big of our train guy. Big train. So everything's now like oh, we're I'm like a big we're air. big Toro people, guys. Okay, big Toro. Big Toro. That's guy. what I'm a big whatever guy. Sports field manager guy. Big sports field managers association guy. Yeah. Big field turf guy. I doubt. Big podcast guy. Apparently. Uh yeah. Big Toro guy for of sure. Of course, of course. Oh, Red he's Kingdom a big, up in he's my a shop. Big Toro Red guy. Kingdom. <laughs> Who did? I think I saw that somebody did a post. I think it was the golf side, but they like played the song and they yeah. like drove out on all their Toro equipment. I need to do that, Welcome except I don't have enough. Red. Yeah, I don't have enough. We have staff plenty of that. We got, to, we got plenty. Field trip to Reno, and you guys just drive all my stuff out, and we just make TikToks for a week. Yeah, straight. we'll just drive them all around. <laughs> Is it safe in Reno to do that? <laughs> uh, on my field, yeah. On the field, okay, we're good. We're good. Everything's, so everything's got crazy turf tires. Laser. Those tur- Toro turf tires. Solid. Soft, soft on the soft, turf, always good. Always good. We don't have that. We don't have the luxury. Most of okay. our stuff's got turf tires. No, no, no. Not fancy this Toro. Is, this is no. Um, so that new cart, you can't accelerate fast enough for it to tear the grass. That was one of the th- he That's was a fancy out feature earlier, by the oh. way. The fact that you, they, you have to like when you're in turf mode, not go fast right away. That's not a tear thing. The grass oh yeah. That's the technology that they explained Toro earlier. Toro thinks of freaking everything. I don't know how. It's just crazy to me, you know? But it is, it's amazing. The technology and everything that are moving towards and working with, it's great. So, I love it. Big fan. Big Toro guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to get you out of the cold here, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time, as always, and we hope you enjoy the rest of Sports Field Management Association Conference. Thank you. That's a mouthful. Jeez. Um Shout out to we'll the see Savannah paddle boat. Oh yeah, we forgot to say that. 
they they hooked, they hooked, us, us, they hooked up. us up for sure. It's this a little cold, cool. but they hooked it up, and this is probably the coolest thing we've ever done with this podcast. So easily, we're excited. We got Savannah behind us. Uh, we're hoping to a get dope town. Well, Big Savannah guy. Big Savannah. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get a few more people on here tonight uh, before we head out, um, but sure. we're really excited to keep going. And uh, thank you again, Leah. Thank You're the you. best thank you. as always. You want to go ahead? This podcast is presented by the Toro Company. For over 100 years, Toro has been providing grounds managers innovative solutions for all their outdoor maintenance needs, including sports fields, snow and ice management, specialty construction equipment, and irrigation solutions. For more information on how Toro can assist with any of your outdoor maintenance needs, visit Toro.com or contact your local Toro distributor. Toro, count on it. All right, so we are now moving on this boat. What is it, the place that we need to shout out? Because they gave Savannah us Savannah Riverboat Tours Savannah or River Boats. Uh, we got Mr. Steve Ruckman of Henrico County Parks and Rec, uh, a good friend of the Tech Turf family and everything. I know you work with a good friend of mine, Cody, with the Flying Squirrels yep. and everything, and they're yep. still there somehow. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I remember when you guys there. were there, they were talking about, oh, we need a new stadium, we're going to move, and it's still there, you know, still standing. Yep, yep. Yep. I was hired on there in uh, 2009, and I was guaranteed a stadium by 2013, and here we are in 2022, and they still don't have a stadium. Solid. That's good numbers, you yes. know. Very yes. good numbers. <laughs> you think they would maybe try and get it right, right? Yeah. Um, but... I mean, it took you from there. Uh, there were, and it, I'm sorry, I'll cut this out if I need. There was rumblings you were thinking about going to DC United. Yep, there um, were. Yep. Uh, and Cody and all his glory was talking about that for a while and uh, working with Game Day Incorporated. And then the move to uh, Enrico was right after that, correct? Was there anything in between there? Or? Nope, nope. I went from Squirrels to interviewing with, uh, with Game Day, and then that didn't really turn out because I had had a child and was gonna the say, whole moving thing. The, the whole idea. Of, it just yeah, didn't really work out. Absolutely. And family's first, you know, and that's awesome that you made that decision because it's a big opportunity, you know. Yeah, yeah. It Very was. big. It was. Um, and that, I think that's incredible that you, again, were able to make that decision. Um, with everything, a Parks and Rec is such a big part of what sports field managers are and everything. And what has it been like for you going from a minor league standpoint to, again, more land, more fields, obviously a lot more to do. Um, and sort of moving towards that, what has it been like for you, and how have you been able to sort of get used to? Obviously, it's been time now, but yeah. making that switch to that. It was uh, it was a culture shock, yeah, for sure. I mean, you you, I, I worked in minor league baseball for 15 years, and so I'm used to that grind. I'm used to being the guy that goes out there and actually does the work, you know, out there mowing every day on the field, back in the mound of the plate, in the bullpens, uh, to driving in a truck telling somebody else to do it yeah. so, <laughs> although great. it's a little bit nice you yeah know? yeah you know it was it was it's been great uh but definitely that first really year year and a half yeah it was a struggle to uh to really jump into the position and, and really understand it and going from you know two acres to over 140 acres of irrigated turf and then an extra 500 that's non-irrigated that's quite a jump it's a little jump yeah. in, in managing two people to 45 plus, you know, another 15 seasonals, having a staff of 60 versus 
too is also a little nervous. Just a little bit different, you know. Always, always looking to expand. The, <laughs> didn't a, expect that much, you know. It's a big crew. You just yes. want. You always ask for one more person at the minor league field. You're yeah. like, I need one more guy. You know. Yeah. Oh well, I'll give you sixty-five for yeah, Parks and Rec. Yeah. But how has it been again managing so many people? We were talking about Cody Tingler, obviously, a good friend of mine, and. He's an idiot, but I love him to death. Yeah. I'm sure you have a pretty similar relationship to him. Yeah. Um, what has it been like for you, again, managing all those people? There's so many different things that go into being a leader and everything, especially when it comes to making sure that there's a product being put out by your guys. Yeah. What has that been like for you? Uh, it was tough at the beginning because there's, you know, there's so many different uh, personalities that you have to understand. And you have to find each individual person's uh, drive and what they want to do. So that was the biggest challenge of actually meeting them, getting to know them, and learning what what makes them tick, and then applying that to you know their their job. Like, okay, what are you passionate about? Okay, well let's use that and try to focus it this way so we can get this field up and going, so we can make it nicer, you know, for the kids. Because we're still, you know, when I was at the Squirrels, Parney's biggest thing was we're in the memory making business, which we were. I love that. And now I'm still in the memory making business. But now the kids are actually on the field. So that that's what I think is the most incredible part of Parks and Rec is the fact the work that you do is so much more than, again, just a field. Um, when you have Little League kids on your field and you have small uh, soccer fields and everything, and you're talking about these kids having their first times, first moments on a sports yeah. field, you know, that's what that's what it's all about. You know, we actually, for our uh, the general session, I don't know if you saw it. Hopefully I wasn't god-awful, but uh, – it's good if you didn't see it, and that means you can't uh, you, you can't have a uh, <laughs> opinion. <laughs> uh, but uh, we were talking about it, and with everything, you know, turf managers are again, sorry, field managers. I, I gotta make that transition. You know, yep, <laughs> it's yep. a big one. Uh, field managers are all about creating memories, you yes. know, and being that person. And Dr. Goatley's the one, the first person that ever told me about it. You know, again, creating those new and again insane opportunities. You're talking about kids like. Bottom of the seventh championship game, runner on third, mm-hmm. little dink hit, base yeah. hit. You know, like yeah. you guys are the ones that provide the field and provide again Absolutely. the possibility. So it's incredible reach, what you reach do. a lot of kids, and yes. that's the big yes. thing. Yeah. You know, and that's what's incredible about everything that you do. Yeah. Um, how has it been uh, for again? We are doing this with Toro. What has it been about being all Toro? That's again been such a big impact on being able to provide those fields and create those memories. They've been uh, they've been instrumental because. We are 100% Toro. Uh, they provide a great product. They're, the local rep that we have is fantastic. They're very responsive. Any question that we have, uh, if they don't know it, they're calling corporate and they're going to find out for us. Absolutely. STI, right? Yep. Who's your guy down there? Uh, Chip Bass. Oh, great guy. Great guy. I met him when I was in college, I think. Um, there were some times where I was like questioning. I was like, is this right? Like yeah. I would say, because it was like my first year up in Northern Virginia. Uh, Shane Sullivan, shout out, awesome guy, great uh, Toro rep. Um, but I was like, I just need like a little bit of help, make sure I'm doing things yeah, right, like because yeah. I don't know what the price of this stuff is. Right, so right. Uh, he had reached out to me my senior year of college, and I was like, okay, thanks, I appreciate that. You know, um, what kind of equipment are you running, uh, and have you seen the Field Pro yet? No, uh, actually, somebody just told me about it, and I'm kind of interested in it. I mean, it's cool. We Hold do have a few a of those uh, competitors. So I'm, I'm actually interested to see what it, so what we, it does. So we actually uh, interviewed some of their um, uh, product managers, and uh, they sent they, they allowed us to interview. Again, the guy who was doing it was talking about how incredible 
it is to have such a great impact in it. And uh, here she is right there in all wow. of her glory. Yeah. So they have a laser level on the front. They have this implement that, again, is pretty much everything you have on a Sand Pro from them but then the back side you can put any implement that you even you create on the back There's it's the same edge. uh hookup as the sand pro okay yeah. so yeah. the quick attach yeah, yeah the quick attach and everything and with everything out front obviously a big thing and i th i want to talk to you about this because again it's such a big part of i think what is coming around for parks and rec is laser grading you yes. know doing it on site and yes. having the equipment are you guys doing that and yes. how has that become such an integral part because again when you talk about these again parks and recs there are a lot of parks and recs that don't put money into it and don't put the time and the need what has it been like for you for uh sort of creating the safest playing surface possible for those young kids yeah so coming from that that 15 years of minor league baseball safety is like my number one thing i don't want to put kids out there or adults or whoever is playing out there in jeopardy of twisting an ankle or you know catching a ball off of a lip or not being able to play because you've got a bathtub and on your infield dirt. Yeah. So laser grading for us has been fantastic. Um, we do some fields in house. Uh, the bigger projects will hire a contractor. Absolutely. Um, but you know we're only a year and a half into owning our own laser grader. Yeah. And so we're still trying to get there. My goal is to have a crew that that's all they do. That's they awesome. They go through and they laser grade dirt. That's incredible. And I mean, that's been such a big part of what we do in, uh, in the industry of figuring out, okay, what can I do better? You know? And I think COVID during this time, people figured out how critical it is of people like you again with parks and rec and having yeah. the, those open spaces and the ability to go outside during COVID and the yeah. opportunity to grow. Yeah. We saw huge numbers go up. Again, I can't even imagine what it was like, like for it you It was guys. like up 400%. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think people are starting to understand the significance of the work and the need for you guys and the professional equipment and all that. Um, what was that like for you during COVID? Obviously 400% is a big number. Yeah. So yeah, the playgrounds were packed until we closed those. Um, but even at that, people would go out onto the fields and just, you know, throw a Frisbee, throw us, you know, throw a baseball, kick a soccer ball. Um, I mean, they, it, it was, it was nice in a sense, uh, because we could do some things that we've never been able to do, like sod some areas or airify, uh, because we've had that downtime, but that was only for a limited time. That was, I think we shut down in in April or March and yeah. opened back up March in mid June. We actually worked with Tingler the week before it shut yeah. down at DC United. It was crazy. Yeah. It so, was like immediate. Yeah. And I don't know how it worked for you guys. What was that like? I mean, you probably had stagger workers, stuff like that. As the boss, what was that like for you? You know? Yeah. Well, for me, it was tough because I was told I had to work from home and uh, it's really hard to watch grass grow from home. So that's <laughs> we got, were actually very lucky we got approval from the superintendent to be on site to manage okay. the fields i don't know how yeah. but we got very lucky and i am very grateful sorry to yeah. interrupt oh no you're fine uh so i got in the truck and i and we just all st stayed separate you know it, it made it a little difficult on some of the projects to try to keep that six foot distance um you know wearing the mask outdoors was tough but oh, you yeah. just got through it. And the so it Virginia to. weather. Yeah. Oof. And, you know, the hot, hot, humid Virginia weather. I mean, Remember, it, not fun not out fun. there. No, it is uh, not. But we got through it. And it actually helped our fields out because we didn't have the organized play. Yeah. So our fields responded better. And they were even better in the fall because they had, like, 
three or four months that didn't have organized play. Absolutely. So it worked out for us. Yeah, that's good. And I think that was the biggest thing with sports field managers. I got it that time, all right. (laughs) 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 With everything, you know, that gap was a time to sort of restart with turf, you know. Great regrouping. With grass. Sorry, not turf. Some (laughs) renovations. Yes, there is. Uh, being able to, again, were there any big things that you were able to accomplish in that time frame? Uh, I think, uh, if I'm remembering, I, I had talked to you. We had tried to do a podcast yeah. way back when. Uh, but you had done a couple field renovations because, again, the time frame lined up. I know that we actually, so we spread our eye out right away after we got the news it was done. We just had to get it out. Yeah. Uh, and we ended up springing it to home of practice field, which is now a putting green in the back of our oh, really? property. So, yeah. Um, with that, what were you able to sort of accomplish during that time? Um, just the, the, really there were a few necessity projects that we had to do. Uh, we have a croquet court, which is God bless you. weird to think of, but we have a croquet court, um, and it, it needed some love because it just is on the back burner. It's not as an important, yeah. it's important, but not as an important as a tournament softball site. So we went through and regraded and resodded that, uh, we, we resodded and regraded gold mouse on some soccer fields so those really the things that needed to be done actually got done because nobody was playing an organized sport on it absolutely um with everything obviously we talked about tour a little bit um what kind of equipment is needed in order to gain cover such so again so much ground and sort of what has it been that you've been hoping to add again we just talked about sort of the the field pro and whatnot what are some of the things you've been able to add and what are some things that you might want to add uh, well, since we have some synthetic turf, we really need a drop spreader okay. <laughs> because, you know, with, with, with synthetic, you still need to add your infill and we really need to do that. Um, so having a drop spreader would be great. We have broadcast spreaders, but because it's an organic material and you, you not as good for the broadcast, it, it throws it out too far and it, it's not as good coverage. So Absolutely. That's the yeah. biggest thing. That's, and that's especially with all the different things you're working with, yeah. you know, um, resources have become pretty either thin or expensive, you know, yes. when it comes to everything. How have you sort of adapted to what your needs are and sort of what the expectations are for you? Yeah. So my, 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 my needs and wants are very high and demanding. <laughs> it's because, always good. Because it's I, always want, good. I want what I want. Yeah, I'm give gonna, it to me I'm now. I'm going to get it one way or another. Yeah. Um, so the biggest thing for me is prioritizing what's the most important. Um, we absorbed, um, so with Henrico County, we, we used to manage a golf course. Yeah. Uh, we no longer manage the golf course. It's still our property, but we inherited all their employees. I think there were seven employees. We inherited them, and then we inherited some of their equipment, too. And one of those nice. was a, uh, a 2001 Multipro. Oh, very nice. Which is great, because now we have two sprayers. Yeah, And yeah. we can send two guys out and, and Knock tackle it. Knock it out rather quickly. They're only two 175-gallon tanks, and when you're trying to do 140 acres, yeah, that's a lot of filling up. We need the big tank, yeah. boss. We need we need, we that need it. Gallon. We need that 300-gallon badly. Yeah, you know? so that, that that went into the budget this year, and I'm pretty sure we're going to get that one. Congratulations, that's yes. awesome. That's yes. very nice. And we're always needing mowers. I mean, we go through mowers because we're mowing so much. <laughs> I was going to say the amount of mowing that goes into it. We yeah. talk about our grounds and everything. I mean, they're yeah. covering like. <laughs> I don't. It's got to be. I think we, we think we measured it seventeen yeah. acres of non-sports turf, and then uh, about fifteen acres sports turf. So yeah. it's it's insane. Just the amount of time that you're running it, 
we only have 60 inch decks. We don't have any bat wing or anything like that. Yeah. We saw a really cool one in there today. I forget what it was. Um, so I don't know the like model. Like 80 inch zero turn, which uh, there's like mirrors and everything on it. Oh, like, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. People are starting to think outside the box yeah, here. You know, yeah. that's something that I think you guys would be running. Yeah. Um, but in the future, do you see any sort of uh, shift when it comes to your needs and sort of your expectations of your crew? Well, the biggest expectation that I have for them is to uh, to really up their game. Um, they are really good at taking constructive criticism, but I want them to implement that, and I want them to be better. Um, I want them to want to be better. Yeah. I don't want them to be told to be better. Absolutely. So that, that's the biggest thing. That's one of our biggest things when it comes to our program, you know, inspiring our kids and having them be the one to have the passions. Yeah. I mean, Sam right here has been to – I don't know, 60 fields in the past four months working on different fields in our county. And just because, again, he's got a passion and a respect for what sports field managers do. And, again, having an impact on our community and little things that we can do to make it better, you know. Yeah. So, again, I can't thank you enough for taking the time and just grabbing it out of the party. I yeah. want to get you back there. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Uh, again, big Toro guys here. Big Toro guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for Absolutely. everything. I'll let you go. Appreciate this podcast is presented by The Toro Company. Introducing the all-new Toro Workman UTX, a no-nonsense four-wheel drive utility vehicle built to stand up to the toughest tests without compromising performance. With standard commercial-grade components, the highest payload in the class, and a propriety speed control system, it's designed for the rigors of a long work week. For more information on the Workman UTX, visit Toro.com backslash UTX or contact your local Toro distributor. Toro, count on it. We have uh, Kelly Lynch here with Pure Seed, the Northern Northern America. Northern U.S. Northern U.S., there we go. Yeah. Uh, Regional manager. Um, it's incredible to have you here today. How are wow. you doing? Dude, Drew, uh, this is like a uh, highlight of my day. I didn't That's even know great. this was That's coming. Great. This we're, is cool. We're just grabbing people, you know, I'm, we want to see here. them. So yeah. how has been your uh, sports field, sports field, Mr. Nick? Yeah. Not yeah. turf, not turf, sports El field. President Love you, Leah. See you later. Thanks, Leah. Uh, Appreciate you. How's your SFMA experience been so far, you know, getting into everything that's new with it's the industry? New. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. And, and what I admire about that, and I love that you started with that because it's the Sports Field Management, Management Association, yes. right? And so, and I work with both sides of the industries. So I work yep. in the golf side, I work in the sports turf side, and now it's Sports Field, field. Yep. Management Association, right? So we finally got it to the point where we're inclusive. Absolutely. It's a broader name. Well said. Yep. And and I just had our president explain that to me. Yeah. Excuse me. And, that's, and his, that's his baby. We're excited to talk about it, you know. Yeah. Talk, we're talking about your baby, SFMA. SFMA. High five. <laughs> and then I think we also have this privilege, right, if, if I may. Yeah. Um, so now here we are. It's 2022. Lots yes. happened. We are all together in this yeah absolutely. and we talk about diversity equity and inclusion absolutely and isn't it ironic that the very thing we're talking about is sports field management absolutely it doesn't matter where when how or why all those sports fields need to be managed absolutely whether it's a male or a female we just had leah on oh did you have Leah? she's one of the best 
She is. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. She, is she really? Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've gotten pretty close over the last few months. Yeah. So we actually went to OTF together. And Did you? Yeah. I was at OTF. Were you? Yeah. Wow. I we talked about breaking you. the grass ceiling. That oh, was really? Yeah. Great, great. We yeah. actually presented on our program uh, with, uh, I don't know, do you know Brian Smith? chance i don't know Brian. I don't so he's another uh a high school program up in ohio we actually presented together so pam's been working with him a lot pam sherritt and, yeah uh, I, I love me some pam sherritt it's been great and a lot of good time she's awesome i love yeah. her love her, Life changer. she's great so um what has it been like for you again this is the time of seed demand with no seed supply you well know said. what yeah. has it been like for you and everyone that's calling you saying hey i need this and you're yeah. like hey i just don't have it you know i have a lot of new best friends yeah, yeah exactly yeah. how's that been and how's everything going with that well and i think if you if you look at the little bit of a broader picture right so um not only is there a seed shortage now but that started way before, before yeah now, yeah right? before covid yeah before covid and so the demand goes up covid tips the meter right a lot of more people are staying home they're they're refurbishing their yards whatever they're doing the demand goes up because golf is more popular. People can be outside. Sports Absolutely. Fields, people can be outside. Well, I've never thought about this. It's more people are playing golf, and then at the same time, they're outside their houses renovating yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Because I was going to ask, so they, they, uh, there's more demand. Yeah. So then you get rid of your stocks and, like, uh, all the seed that's on hand, yeah. and then you're, you're just kind of out. And then you're out. Yeah. And so what happens, you know, we only grow so much. Yeah. And so most of the grassy production in the world is in the Willamette Valley. They call it the grassy capital of the world. It's essentially from... Is it in Oregon? It's in Oregon. No, thank you. Say, yeah, is that, really? Oregon. Is, I'm like, my yeah. mind goes straight to Oregon for yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's, it's really in this valley. It's the Willamette Valley of Oregon. And then we grow some seed in New Zealand. We grow some seed in Minnesota and some in Canada and then in Europe. Yep. But the demand is global. And most of the United States, the demand is east of the Mississippi and, and then the southern states, right? And so, if, like, for overseeding and, and all those golf courses. So, imagine golf is the more, more popular. Yep. And now um, sports, supply, field. sports field, supplies depleted. Yep. And then here comes the demand, and then here comes the trifecta. We have massive drought. We have major ice storms and wildfires that have never been seen. Before. I forgot there was a drought, so yeah. then the crop wasn't as good. Heavy drought, yield yeah. years, yeah. years. You know, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, I don't know how you guys deal with it. You know, just being able to get seed for our fields is incredible. But like, there are so many different levels. That, again, people don't ever think about again the seed farm or anybody yeah. is producing and how you you guys are doing it. I actually had harvesting. no idea how they did it. Oh, I was I something somewhere on the internet I saw. And I was like, oh, they use a comp, and then I was like, that makes sense that they use a combine, but I don't know. I just yeah. watched a video on it, and I was like, I never thought about where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, same, right? A lot mm -hmm. of people, and now they start to become interested. It comes in bags, that's it where comes it comes in, from. Yeah, it comes in bags, <laughs> right? It's yeah. like, it's yeah. like the, the uh, chickens come from the freezer section. Yeah, you go, right? Not the, not the thing that we killed, you know? Right. Oh, pardon that graphic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you look at... So then we have we're steeped in research at Pure Seed. Mm -hmm. That is that is our global, like Crystal Rose Fricker yep. is second generation. Her dad, Bill Rose Fricker, God rest your soul, Bill. Uh, he just passed away, but he Sorry. was the visionary in the industry. Yeah. His daughter now, Crystal Rose Fricker, runs Pure Seed. Pure Seed testing several of the Rose Agri Seed companies. Your best friends are waving at you over there, Carly. Powerful. Carly, she's waving at you. I know, that's why I mentioned it. 
Yeah, thank you. Good to see y'all. Yeah, high five. Gina loves you, by the way. Oh, She's our chaperone. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, what a gift does. that they were there today. Yeah. And so now with Crystal, you know, and, and so now people are starting to pay more attention to the research. So those drought-tolerant varieties, those disease-resistant varieties, Definitely. those varieties that germ quicker, those varieties that green up quicker, those, you know, all these different things. Go ahead. Just talking about that, I was sitting in one of the classes today, and they were comparing uh, Kentucky 31. Yeah. And at like uh, in the 80s or 90s, and they were it was like the highest ranked on something, like oh, pretty much overall. And then you look at it today, and it's like very low, like yeah. very low. And there's so many better seeds now, and that's all the breeding and the planning that goes into that to make it better. I love that you're in class today, learning that. Right? They're, yes. they're all over the yeah. place, you know. Uh, I know Carly's. Uh, she wants to be an athletic trainer and focus on she some research with that. She went to uh, yeah. Chase Straw's uh, educational part on Huge. player interaction and on the field and whatnot. So yeah. it's been great for the kids. It's been an awesome experience for sure. So um, how has been, how was the women's luncheon? Obviously you're here because yeah. making friends with Mrs. Butler over there yes. and everything. How yes. was that? And how was the uh, experience for that? You know, I have, I've had the privilege uh, I get to speak at a lot of events. I've had the privilege to do a lot of really cool things, but today is probably one of those, you know, career moments. That's awesome. I was invited by uh, Hunter Industries and Christine Sion to, Incredible. to, to yeah. be the keynote for the luncheon. The gals happened to sit with me. <laughs> they had no idea because they were painting a field, right? Like yeah, they, yeah. They, they just a, came they back. They had just walked just from that. Yeah, right. we, we sent them before we were done just to make sure they got there enough time. Right. Like, oh, no. It's like 20 minutes in. we got to get them there. But what happens when you're the last person that walks in the room? The front table right up right front there. is definitely they open. They you. Yep. And I'm like, well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And oh, you know what? We reserve I'm this sure table they love you. Yeah. All oh, of them love you. Wow. They had a great wow. time. I know they did. And I know so Mrs. Butler fun. is smiling she is. from ear to ear over yeah. there. Well, and so. I, th I think the gift, you know, um, the, the name of the, the conversation today was Engage, Empower, Encourage, yep. and Evolve. Absolutely. Right? For and this ease. Is, yeah, for ease. Yep. And what, what has happened over time is that now that the industry is becoming more inclusive and to have these gals and your captain show up in the room, happen to sit at the front table. Yeah. That was, that was not, uh, th that was totally planned. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you. 100%. Brentsville Turf yeah. planned that. That's from solid, solid work. Some of your you. best work. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. And then, and then the interaction, uh, and for me personally, I get to speak at a lot of different events, but this was the culmination of a lot of really cool things. And I had the privilege to dare them to live. I had the privilege to share a peanut butter story with them. And I had a privilege to share high fives with them and what that means. Networking, understanding who you're talking to, where you are, what's coming next. And I've had some really amazing mentors in my life. And had they not been the one, and we call it the knock on the door, yeah. had I not had that in my life, it, it, I don't even know what it would have been like because it changed the course of my life. And I'm sitting here now That's with a awesome. couple of cool cats. Thank you. Talking about I turf. That. I love it. Yeah, we, yeah, we're big turf people here. Yeah, you are. Big, big turf guy. Big Toro guys, too. Thank <laughs> oh, you, Toro, okay, for partnering you, Toro. with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Josh Jan's over there again, back up on top on, the, what's, it, what's the deck called? 
uh, on up deck. on the Lido deck. Top deck. Something I like that. No, we are safe. I'm going to sail. There we go. Oh, we're done. Oh, no. We're going to get Nick on here. Okay, Nick. We want to thank you so much for taking Guys, the time. Guys, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Until we meet again. Whoa, no, no. Until we meet again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, get in here on right here. Look, this guy. This guy right here. High fives. This episode of Tiger Turf Talk is presented by The Toro Company. Introducing the all-new Toro Field Pro 640 Infield Groomer. This workhorse features efficient operations with the innovative multi-tool and incredible versatility of attachment options. The dedicated platform produces a consistent, superior infield playing surface regardless of starting conditions. With the Field Pro 6040, it's game on. For more information on the Field Pro 6040, visit Toro.com or contact your local Toro distributor. Toro, count on it. Welcome back. Oh. We have the sports turf. Oh, 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 we got to stop. Whoa, right. there we go. All righty. Big changes. Get it right. The Sports Field Management Association president, brand new as of 8 a.m. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Eastern. Talking. I live on East, in Central Time, That's so true. 8 a.m. Technically, yep. you're right. There we go. Central there we go. Time's the only time. So, in my mind. well, I liked the uh, reveal. Oh, the Very reveal was awesome. Hype. Also, up. I love the fact there's a logo. Yep. And I love how the logo reflects all the areas of sports turf. You yep. got the plate. You got the round for the pitch. You got the lines for the football. Everything's covered. You, you wouldn't believe how many emails it took to get that thing made. I was going to say, like, how did that take? Back and forth. It does not, didn't it include like this, months. need this, need that. Yeah. What was it? What brought everything about? What was, again, sort of that process for you? Well, yeah, it's really, honestly, like this has been a culmination of oh, probably year and a half, two years of discussions yeah. within our board. Um, and, and really the discussions go back almost 10 years from the board of directors. Years and years and years ago, they considered it. Um, the timing just wasn't right. Um, we brought it back up. You know, a couple of years ago, as an association, um, we made the decision to kind of trend away from using the word turf. Yeah. Because unfortunately, it's kind of been poached from us. Um, Jerks. Every, what? Every, Excuse every, me. Everybody <laughs> walks up and, you know, the, number, the question annoyed the crap out of me because we have natural grass fields on yeah, everything we have at Texas A&M. And, and God, fans will come up and they'll, God be like, bless they'll, Texas. Be, they'll be like, is that turf? And I'll be like, well, yes, technically it is. It's turf grass is where that word originates from yeah but over the course of years the synthetic turf industry um, started to use that analogy or that word to describe their product and so uh, we recognize that as an association that we have lost that word yeah so unfortunately we, it we, was a great word and, but. And, and and that's a cat that you're never going to put back in the bag like, never it is what it is it's let's let's figure out sign sealed and delivered yeah, instead of trying to change it back let's just move yeah let's move forward so a couple of years ago we made the designation like we're going to stop using the word turf um, we will now refer to playing surfaces as natural grass fields yep. or synthetic turf grass so um so along that lines we went down that road we started making that recommendation and then our members would come back and they said well if, if we're not going to use the word turf anymore why is it still in our name? Yeah, hundred Literally, at that point, I'm like, uh, good that's, question. That's a really good question. So you've know. got a great point. So, so that kind of prompted some of the original conversation. Um, from that point, it goes way beyond that. Um, we've had these discussions for years. Of uh, we want our association to be more, um, you know, to continue to grow, continue to advance. Um, the Sports Turf Managers Association was all has always been and always was about the people. And that's still our plan. It's still about the people doing the work. 
but by changing the name, um, so we dropped the word turf, added the word field, which yep. I think is more inclusive, more representative. Absolutely. And we changed the word manager to management. Made so it now a lot that, more official. So yes. Mm -hmm. So now we cover a broader spectrum. Now we can talk about more than just the people. We can talk about the industry and the issues and whether that's legislation or whether that's artificial, whether what's the best surfaces, whether it's artificial turf or natural grass or uh, you know, a lot of people were scared away from our association because they'd say, I'd say, well, you know, well, why aren't you an STMA member? Uh, well, I'm not a man. I'm not a manager. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel like I belong. So, so, you know, the goal is, is now we're management. We're about the industry. We're about the people. We want to bring in everybody. Absolutely. Um, you know, so combine that. And then we were presented with unique opportunity in the timing of the association. Um, uh, we were in a position where we needed to develop a new strategic plan. Mm -hmm. um, and so we as a board met this last summer, developed kind of a, you know, we had people come in and help us work us through the process. And we've created this grand vision for where do we want to be in 10 years? Yeah. 2031, wouldn't it be cool if we did Crazy this? thought. And that's a long ways away. It, it is a long way away. Um, you're going to be in my position by then, and that's going to be a really cool process. That would be cool. So Sam here actually wants to work for Chad Price, hopefully. Okay. So, so we developed this 10-year plan, and originally we're like, originally we were thinking, oh, we we're just going to change the name, just to make it more inclusive. Well, yeah. at that point, when we developed this 10-year plan, and we've got these big dreams, like this is where we want to be in 2031. This is what we want to become. This is the grand vision we have. Mm -hmm. We said, well, you know what? The name change doesn't encompass all that. Like, you know, what? we need to blow this thing up. And let's go with a full rebrand. Let's go new name, new logo, new tagline, and let's use this as a launching platform for our association for the years to come. I like so the that, tagline too. So I love the tagline. Yeah. What so, was it again specifically? Where, you got it? Or do you remember it? Where the game begins. Where the game begins. Exactly. Oh, I got it right. And Nailed I, it. I think I mentioned that in the uh, general session, by the way, scared. <laughs> he woke you up, Lord. It, it woke you up, didn't it? Oh, I was so, awake the that, entire night. That's, that's my <laughs> joke. I joked with your students. I was like, you all were sleeping in the back of the room. That first drum crack, bam, woke you every single one of you out of your seat. I didn't well, make you fall I was asleep, in the front, did I? And I was like, is that from the front or the back? They're distracting me trying to kick us off. No, it's okay. We got a little bit more time. Trying. They're trying to kick us off. Lost my So, yeah, so where the game begins, and I've said this for years, um, I always joke with my crew. You know, we always, as sports field managers, we stress about everything the weather and the timing and, you know, the field and the condition it's in. And you know, they don't have, they're not giving us enough time to get it right. And at the end of the day, I always tell, tell my crew, like, boys and girls, they're going to play the game whether we're ready or not. Mm -hmm. But let's not forget, the game doesn't happen without a field to play on. So the game does begin with us. And so that's why it really resonated with us when we made that decision, like, as a new tagline. Absolutely. Let's remind the public or put it, you know, put it in the forefront of the thought of the public. Like, you know, I never really thought about how important, like, we don't play a game if there's not a field to play on. And so, in essence, every game really does begin with us and what we do. And that's... That's why I think where it's really going to resonate. Yeah, for sure. For I sure. didn't realize how many uh, county, not just like professional sports, like uh, what, what's Parks the word? Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec people were going to be here. It, that's actually our big, our largest demographic. And if you think about it, it makes sense. Um, you look across the country. You know, the it NFL, does make sense. There's only 32 yeah. NFL teams. Yeah. There's only so many major league teams. But every single town, city, yeah, you know, county. Across America has ball fields, has parks. Like, 
So they've got departments. That's actually our biggest demographic. Those are the people where we have the most fields, the most users, um, and they often get overlooked for the jobs that they do. Well, we, uh, yeah. We want to thank you, Nick McKenna, the Sports Field, Field. Management Association, where the game begins. Yes. We can't thank you enough for taking the I time. I can't thank you guys. I love what you're doing. Thank um, you. You know I'm your biggest fan. Uh, I will support you guys in anything and everything you do. Um, and I do want to say thank you so much for everything you did with Ryland. Hey. I mean, that, that picture that morning, two or three days after so, you passed, was I've, incredible. I've still got my shirt. I've got my Ryland shirt, my Ryland Strong shirt with me today. That's um, amazing. Yeah. I mean, his legacy is going to live on through all of us, through we, what we do. We will do it for him. Um, so. But, yeah, I'm just a proud dad. Our, I'm proud uh, I could be a small part of that. We had our Ryland Strong Foundation stuff on today. It. So, yeah, it was I great. Yeah, it. I have a polo on underneath. Yeah, yeah. Strong. All right. I do want to send a huge shout-out to our people at Toro for having us on the boat. And it's Thank been you, an incredible time. We're big Toro guys here. Big so, Toro remember guys. that, okay? Yeah. Have a wonderful rest of your sports field management association conference. Right. Stay tuned for our second edition of the Tiger Turf Talk podcast at the 2022 Sports Field Management Association Conference presented by the Toro Company, where we sit down with the product team at Toro to discuss their newest products being showcased at this year's SFMA conference.